podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. We're all whistle, and this is true. We love to do the things that we're not supposed to do. We don't need robbing, stealing, or mugging. In fact, we'll take it seriously. We're only bugging. <laughs> Hello, my name's Mark Webster. This is the Whistleblowers. Don't forget, our Whistleblowers iPhone app is completely free. Get this podcast first, videos, all the archives, plus the latest football news from the BBC, Telegraph and The Guardian, which, of course, are bastions of information. Much like us. For the links from the whistleblowers.net, I'll find them in the App Store. That's the way you go about your business. However, you want conjecture and wild speculation, but from chirpy people with a smile on their face. And a twinkle in their eye, you're in the right place. Uh, because to my immediate left is a gentleman um, for whom, well, obviously he's confused. Uh, he's, he's the northern bloke who's the scouser. Uh, Stuart Wright is back. Thank, uh, nice thank you very much. How Thanks are you? Yeah? I'm very well, thank you. Yes, and, and how's life uh, on Brisbane Road? It's very good, it's very good. Basically, it's where everybody who's from the north but, uh, but is a Liverpool sport has to live on that road. It's, a, I, I, it's, I, a, it's an EU dictate, isn't I should it? add that, that Brisbane Road regulars will soon be uh, able to enjoy the food market they're going to open in The Coronation. Brisbane Road regulars? Is that like an army? <laughs> is it one of them regiments? <laughs> they're going to open a food market in You're Coronation not. Gardens, yeah. Not me. No, the, 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 the council have given permission, so we're going to be able to get Chewbacca soon. Well, you and I Lincoln. once did drink around the corner from there... Yeah. Uh, Side about twelve percent, yeah, 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 which was from gathered apples from the gardens of, of suburban the suburban cider, yeah, 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 from Loughton, yeah, yeah, that weren't pretty. Mr. Kevin Day, look at you two, North London ponties, <laughs> North London, <laughs> nice effort. <laughs> Suburban cider. See, see look, when you come, to the, you come south of the river, he's got no. He's lost geography and compasses. <laughs> cider, south of the, yeah. Yeah, no. I anyway, know thanks. Know. I haven't been referred to as chirpy for quite some time, so I'm really <laughs> pleased about that. Churlish. Yeah. I, I, I mispronounced yeah, yeah, it. Surly, yeah, surly. Yeah, exactly. Mr. Surly and Churlish, yeah. yeah. Uh, Kevin. Yes. Um, 20 is plenty. Yes. 30... Not quite quirty. So, not quite so hurty, I went for. There we go, that's nice. <laughs> you got one, Stone? No. Thank you very much, we'll get back. This is, as we see here, this is nice, because this is a few yeah. hours old breaking news. The Premier League have, it's a dictate from on high, so at least we're, you know, we're seeing the, the dog wag the tail uh, to a certain extent, which is an unusual thing given the fact that certain football teams are having conversations about not perhaps being football teams in this yeah. country anymore. Um we got, and we'll talk about the details of it, but is there a fundamental bottom line here? Good news. Yes, I think there will, there will be some people who are cynical enough to say that uh, admission prices are such a small part of the money made by football clubs yeah. anymore that they could charge nothing and it wouldn't make a difference. But yes, I think no, I think it's got to be seen as good news. I think 20 would have been fantastic, but the fact that they've actually all all 20 Premier League clubs voted to put a, a ceiling for, th- for three years, set in concrete, yeah. for three years. So some of the clubs being promoted might be a bit annoyed, but for three years, Fine. clubs can't charge more than £30 for an away ticket, I think is, is Which a very positive Which sort of represents about 50%, sort of, you I know, in very broad strokes, isn't it? 50% of... Of, of what you might have been paying before. It's, it's, it's well, a half it, it, price it, it, offer, effectively. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I presume, again, with a cynical hat on, clubs will charge 30 quid now for every away game. Yeah, when, when well, they were doing 25 they were, before. Yeah, sometimes yeah, yeah, they, were yeah. charging, they were charging Perhaps. less. But it is, when there are clubs that were charging 50, 60 plus, I think this is a very good move. And I think the Premier League, 
it's probably the, it's not often you get to say well done to the Premier League, but it, yes, it is well done. And, and twenty would have been better, but I, I think and also the fact the way they announced it, they acknowledged the expense of, for example, Sunderland fans going to a Southampton game. They acknowledged how expensive. I think this this is th- why it's also surprising actually for me is that. First of all, that they've not simply just ridden roughshod over any noise and just no. carried on their own no. sweet way, which is kind of where you normally expect to see these things go. But as Kevin says, and I'll throw a couple of the quotes at you, Stu, for you to pick up on, um, the, their rationale is away fans are essential for atmosphere. They help make... The, our football unique, the, uh, and they, and they do account as Kevin says. You know, they make the point about like travel costs are an issue in there. Now, if, if we were being cynical about this, the, the, mm. it's, this would sound more like a marketing exercise than, than an well, act I, of goodwill. I, I, but does it really matter? Well, no. But but also, I, I did um, a research proposal where looking at the price of football and the English Premier League is worth. 11 times more in TV rights mm. than, the, than the next competitive league. Mm. So, and the big difference, if you look at our league compared to others, is we have a, 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 an away fan base that, that make a noise, that make an atmosphere. So even when the home fans are being silent... Uh, again, which, which the, the point? The, the Premier League fans, acknowledge yeah. the fact yeah. that, that, yeah. That, that, that that stadium's atmosphere is based on two parties yeah. making yeah, yeah, a noise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, you go, you go to the new Camp or you go to the Bernabeu, they're loud, but there's no Valencia fans oh. giving yeah. it large... It's about going and experience their teams. But in Britain, certainly most games, is the noise is coming from the away fans until the home fans are winning. Yeah. Yeah. Without, without being too cynical about I, it. I think it's also an acknowledgement that it, it, the effort that is made... Because if, if you want to, to ensure that there are 3,000 Sunderland fans, for example, at Southampton or West Ham, then don't schedule a Sunderland away game for five o'clock on a Saturday evening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's partly... and Because and, it is out of their hands. A lot of the scheduling is out of the, the hands of the Premier League. Absolutely. They'll get involved. There's, there are safety issues, etc. But for the most part, as we saw in the FA Cup, it's a, it's a bad example because it's the FA Cup, but asking Everton to play at Bournemouth at half past five on a Saturday evening and it's still sold out. I mean, that, if that was a league game, if that was a Premier League game, it was still... The Everton fans were sort of sold out their end. And that's, mm. that's astonishing. So it, at least it's an acknowledgement of the effort that away fans... Yeah, the, the cynic, the cynic yeah. in me would say though that the recent sort of obviously Liverpool fans did their protest, Leicester fans did their protest, and Palace fans on Sunday Pal- and Palace fans, exactly, Palace yes. fans have, have, have done it more than more than yeah. more than a yeah. few times. You know, yeah. banners have been put up, yeah. but literally fans not coming into the ground has been a protest, even if it's only for a short space. Of yeah. Time, yeah, has become a thing that fans have bought into. And the worst thing for the the TV product is empty seats. If, yeah. if they are, if they're noticeable, either they all sod off. Yeah. Or they suddenly start filling. Cause they well, well, no, well, that's but, interesting. But, Sorry, yeah. That's really interesting, that, Stuart, because there was meant to be the Arsenal-Leicester game a few weeks ago. Mm. There was meant to be a protest. So for the first five minutes, Leicester fans were asked not to take their seats. Mm. But that's really difficult. If you're a Leicester fan that's followed your club through thick and thin, mainly thin for so many years, yes. you're playing at Arsenal in a really, really important game. You want to be there. You, you you want to support your club rather than make a big gesture in terms. And in terms of missing the first five minutes, you, your coach might have been late. You know what I mean, so it's not. But yeah. and I th- I think it's a very difficult. So I think the Premier League, the Premier League again being seen the Premier League know that despite brilliant protests like Liverpool did and that other clubs have done, they know that fans will still buy even if they were fifty sixty quid. They will still sell out the away. But I'd also the, the suspect, Kevin, though, that... So where, where, but where the protests would have come is maybe at the start of next season. No, I was going to say, I think they don't... Where there are meaningless that's games. What I, that's yeah. what I was about to say. Yeah. Is, is, is that... 
it's regardless coming, of what, it's what, coming. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, the point. Is that yeah. what they've done? Where they've been smart? Again, yeah. if, if we're assuming of this, mm. uh, assuming of them a sort of very cool and calculated approach, and that there's no heart and soul in this, is it's, it's, it's cynical business. Either way, it doesn't matter. It's thirty quid a ticket. Yeah, yeah. But the point is, is that patently they have seen enough or expecting enough mm. to happen that it's going to disrupt their product. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I don't, I don't, and I don't think that's a bad thing. And no, it, no, it, no. And it's great, given what you said, yeah. is that the, the kind of the heroin addiction of football has fans by the curlies anyway. Yeah. You, can't, you yeah. can't go, I'll go to the cheaper ground. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. If I don't like the yeah. price of Asda, I'll go to Tesco. No. Also, what they are doing, and I know I, I've got a couple of mates who say, well, I can't get to away games, I've got a family, etc., which is, which is absolutely yeah. fair. I don't get to as many away games as I used to, but I still go when I can. But what the Premier League is doing is is rewarding the genuine fans because speaking as a Palace fan, there's a lot of Palace fans who can't get tickets for the Reading FA Cup game, for example, because it's oversubscribed. Mm. And the people who get the tickets are the ones that not only have been to away games have got loyalty points, but have been to every home game. So the away fans, for the main part, are the ones who go to every game. So they are being rewarded, and rightly so. And they are, whether it's 50 Accrington fans in a coach going to Plymouth on a Wednesday yeah. night. They are, the, beat, the, the away fans are the beating heart of the And we have to remember as well. They, they the, need to, they, that needs to be acknowledged. At right? that level, yeah. they need gate receipts. And oh, and oh that, yeah, definitely. And at yeah. that, yeah, le- yeah. that level, the, the only argument against more expensive prices is the gamble that you're not the money down and they'll buy enough hot dogs in the ground to just and, and you can make your money because you need bums on seats makes it work at League One, League Two level. Because well, I just, yeah, I just the, noticed the, on the, the news. Difference, I mean, the difference is at that level though is is as we know, we shouldn't have ninety two league clubs on a tiny island. And the trouble yeah. with League One, League okay. Two is that you're asking. There's a but, lot. But, there's a lot of long journeys. But that's where they are. But they're all cutting yeah. their cloth to fit a yeah, cold no, yeah, and, and, yeah, and, yeah. and they'll have to find a way. And be, but but I, I just grabbed the headline when we were coming in. Is that there was? A, and I'm just. I'll, I'll lift it and. Then, and assuming it's true, is that Chelsea's estimated loss as a direct result is £639,000. Now... Per season? Uh, yeah. Right. For, for, as a direct result of that. Now, Which is a what that doesn't yeah. presumably account for, again, is the idea that perhaps a lot more will come to that ground, a lot more will spend some more money, and that's a month's... And I know it's the old cliche, but it's a month yeah, and a bit wages for... Off their first team or well, something? Well, the Liverpool fan argument in the, in the recent sort of 77 thing was if you've got the fans that come in that make the atmosphere that make it seem like a good product, that loss on the tickets that you, you don't mind because of the TV money is going to be added in sponsors. Wanting to yeah, because they've lost nothing. To, yeah, they? Well, they, I don't even use that word loss because yeah. of course well, the television. Put the, put the, yeah. put the pressure it's on the sponsors. It's too many that, quid they're getting they, extra for that game or something. Yeah, but, but also let's... Let, how about we don't measure everything in terms of money? Yeah, true. How about Very we measure one. it in terms of goodwill? How about yeah. how about you say, look, that six hundred and seventy-nine thousand is is nothing in terms mm. of. But what you've got is away fans that are going that might feel a little bit more inclined to buy stuff at Chelsea, and have got a little bit more money in their pocket to buy beer at Chelsea. So it, the fact is that the, it's a it's a blink, it's a nat's blink for those for those clubs. Yeah. It was all, tw- it was all twenty, wasn't it? Because was, yeah. well, there was eight teams apparently already been at it. Yeah. There was no, it's there all twenty. Was, it was a majority. Because yeah, the Banner yeah. was saying a, fourteen of twenty needs, know, to, needs it, to vote. Yeah, there, there, was was 20, yeah, uh, there was something. There was an earlier version of this in which some some uh, clubs balked at it. And then yeah, Arsene Wenger yeah. decided that. He thought it was a wise idea to get involved in that conversation, amongst mm. all the other conversations, well, getting himself involved. The, the, room, the rumor is that Tottenham, for some reason, were the one club that were particularly against it. But that turned out to be a rumor because all twenty, it needed fourteen yeah. to vote, mm. but all twenty. 
And I think most of them were savvy enough to realise that it was going to go through. And if you were one of the two clubs that voted against it, your your goodwill and your I mean, PR in other would, words, would before they even yeah. entered the room where they're going to take the vote, they've all just they've all sat down and sussed it out. But for what, yeah, but the thing is, for, yeah, but for whatever reason, a good thing has been done. Yes, applaud the good. Yeah, absolutely, <laughs> applaud the good thing. And, rather and it than ties in yeah. quite neatly with that. I mean, Stu, you sent me the, the, the Twitter about it. It's, it's the fact, in a weird way, a, a nice, another little tiny version of that is the idea of Man City laying on. Um, Chartering, trains chartering for a train yeah, yeah. for their London Man City fans. Mm. Now I know that that's that's an that's a tiny immediate one club gesture, mm. but it all boils back down to the fact. Well, like, the look, look after about the it. punters. Look after the punters. That makes sense, though. I mean, again, it's, 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 it looks like a good well gesture, Kevin, but it's also probably just pragmatically good business, isn't it? Well, it you, it can be both, but it is a good will. Yeah. It is. Let's take it as a good will gesture. It, let's take it as mm. an, as somebody finally acknowledging the fact. That you know the biggest clubs have fans. For, for of course they, of course Man United have got fans in London. Of course Liverpool got fans in London mm. and in Ireland and all over the, all the country. And of course there are situations where the trains don't match the travel. So I think it's a it's a it's a brilliant thing. It's a, whether it's a cynical, and I I can't see any way. For no, Man it's, it's I, can't very, see, I can't see any financial gain for Man City. No, 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 there's none. No, and, and I'm you're trying to picture a bloke with a twirling moustache going. No, I'm, but there's, I, there's but no it's funny, reason for you it. You think about the, 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 yeah. the pre-kind of nationalised rail days where you had the football specials, and like mm. now, now you've actually got we've we've, we've moved on because obviously we're not really allowed shiny things because we break them. Yeah, yeah. like now you've got clubs going. Come on, fans, we'll put a train on for you. Well, <laughs> I, I, I remember. I remember just two things. I remember the the disco train. That British Rail introduced for away games in the early seventies with you know, the disco carriage. Really? Yeah. Wow. I'm Australia. sorry, but I also I remember going to. Did you DJ? I remember going to. <laughs> My records would have jumped quite a lot. I imagine. Google it. I, I also <laughs> I also remember going to Wrexham with about 120 other Palace fans in 1984, when our special was a coach on the end of a normal train, which went to Wolverhampton and then got shunted onto another train, during which the door was locked. We were padlocked in this one coach. So your thing was unshackled from yeah, a we, from a real yeah, train. Yeah. But we were padlocked. We, were, in. we the... were padlocked in for the whole journey, right? Beer was being sold by enterprising young, but there was no toilet, and there was and that's. Well, th- but there are windows, and that's not that's not that that's not that long ago. Mm. So no. that journey, and for for all that we reminisce about the good old days, the good old days were shit <laughs> a lot of the time. But for the fact that a football club is going, do you know what? We've got a lot of fans who are struggling to get back to London. There is, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of, even when we, even when we played Sunderland uh, two weeks ago, there's a lot of Palace fans who had to stay over in cheap hotels in Newcastle because there's no way of getting back. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's what they say so, about Man City fans. So they're City, basically you know, use up their holiday yeah, and, to, and to the, go and, and watch their football team. And the team. fact is, you can be as cynical as you want. You can say, well, Man City are one of the richest clubs in the world. Duh. But, but they've done it. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, fair but enough. There's and also the weird bit, of course, is that... Virgin in this particular case, but any train company going like, if there's 500 people they could take a, a fare mm. off of, why isn't there a bloody train anyway yeah, well, yeah. to make some money out of? Yeah, of course, of course you it's, won't, it's free money. Of course, you won't be able to drink because, as Stuart says, we can't be trusted with no, 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 that, no. We can't shiny with that sort of thing, shiny things. No, but, we're it, wrong. but it, but it is, but it's it's two things when when the tide has been completely the other way for the last three or four years, when everything has been, when the fans have been the least important part of the Premier League project, if you mm. like. Despite the fact, and the, the, the thing the Sky always, because Sky, Sky are always selling this idea of the away fans and the atmosphere. 
in, in which case, why are you scheduling games that make travel? So, it, so it's two bits of good news for fans today. And hopefully, other clubs will go, do you know what? These, they're not just fans, they're not just customers. They are the most important yeah, but, part of the but, process. You know. But, but, the, but, but the, the, the great news, lads, because we talk about football, is that we, obviously we need to be in the mire because that's where, we, that's where we spend most of our time, is we now get to talk about Sunderland. Ooh, yeah. And... Uh, a situation which is, as we speak, we don't know what Adam Johnson's sentence is going to be, but we do know that Margaret Byrne has resigned from her role as CEO, I believe would be the title of a, a job. She, I think she was that at, at Sunderland. Um, the, the immediate quote I'll give you, and but there's plenty more because we need to put this all in context. It was a serious mistake and we're very sorry for this. Um, and that um, we have let down... The, the, as a result, we have a victim there who's been let down, first of all by the player, but the club also that they support. Mm. They're hard-hitting, harrowing words. Mm. And that's even without looking at the detail, which we can kind of t- move into now. Can you believe we even got to this situation? No, no, because obviously when we, when before we came, we, we, we were t- talking around it and... I'd forgotten that he played against, played at Anfield recently. You know, as recent as he played ten months of football after sixteen days of suspension, earned three million pound in the process. Quite. So they're they're the kind. They're some hard facts for you. Yeah. So so the club the the and for the for the CEO of the club to resign has serious implications of maybe what they believe her duty of care was as the custodian of the the big custodian of the club. You know, responsible to the board, its shareholders, its investors its fans, the community. You know, all those things come with that job, don't they, I guess? Um, this is a story. It's, it's only just starting, this story. The, mm. the, every... Yeah, we've not... This, it's not... It, her leaving is not the end of this, the, is the, it? The Premier League... Safeguarding is the word that they use. Every Premier League club has to have a safeguarding officer. That's a Premier League rule. And the safeguarding officer's role is entirely to safeguard the well, to guard the safety, if you like, of every single person on any part of the premises where any part of the football club is. So not just the ground, but the training ground, a school or a hospital where Sunderland players are at. And they take safeguarding very seriously to the extent that I'm I'm the chairman of a, a charity at Palace, the study centre, which involves young people. When the young people are in the classroom, I'm not allowed in because I've not been CRB checked. So, so even though I'm chair of the charity, I'm not allowed in while the young people are there, and quite rightly so. And the fact is that the CEO, and I think on a personal level, what Johnson and his team were doing was possibly hoping that the young girl would crack and eventually say, I don't want to go to court. But the fact is, for whatever reasons, the CEO of Sunderland knowingly allowed somebody who'd been accused of that. And innocence or proven guilty doesn't work in employment law. Employment law doesn't abide by the same rules as criminal law. He shouldn't he shouldn't have been he shouldn't have been near the club. Somebody who'd been accused of that crime shouldn't have been in a situation where he was at the ground where young people were. Mm. It's a massive failure of safeguarding. Not only that, but he was doing a lot of stuff in the community. So he was going to hospitals, he was going to schools where young people were So he was given carte blanche after the sixteen so days the, he was back to normal. Basically so the, the CEO of the club allowed this situation to it's it's a massive failure of process. At the very least, it's a massive moral failure as well. Yeah. It's irresponsible. And I, I'm guessing, I'm working on the basis here, I'm thinking about when, when Cardiff tried to sue Palace because they claimed we'd seen their team sheet before a game. If, 
Adam Johnson had played in the Carling Cup game, first round of the Carling Cup, and he wasn't registered. Yeah. They'd have been kicked out of the Carling Cup. They'd have been fine. Yes. I'm guessing, I'd be amazed if it doesn't come towards the end of the season, if clubs at the bottom, like Newcastle or Norwich, don't go, hang about. There's something wrong here. I'd be amazed if they didn't start saying, why are well, they not getting... De- you can go back if, to the, the third-party debate over Sheffield uh, United course, and West Ham and all that. Adam, Adam Johnson scored their equaliser, I think, against yeah, Liverpool. I was just about to say, if it, if if it was that, two points for Liverpool if, if, to get four. Yeah. If, if, that point, if that point keeps Sunderland up, I think I think other clubs down the bottom will look at legal action, even if it's just to destabilise Sunderland, because I, I can't see why they wouldn't do that. It's 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 such a heinous. It's, it's such a t- and, and I don't think her resigning is enough. Perfectly, I think her falling on the sold is it's, not, it's they, not they, really they, even they, the point. They, they needs to, and this is not this is not a slur on Sunderland Football Club at all. And I thought Sam Allardyce again was left to deal with it thrown to the bloody wolves I'll be honest I thought thought he dealt with it with enormous dignity and I think I think to their enormous credit no one at Sunderland has tried to claim that she was you know she looks 18 no one's tried to put the blame on her the club have acknowledged her suffering which is brilliant so this is not a slur on the Sunderland Football Club in any way shape or form but Margaret Byrne there needs to be some kind of sanction against her because her knowing it wasn't her sort of glibly announced she knew the details she knew the Snapchat thing she knew the text well, they, they, all of which some of which were pretty gruesome let, let me throw that I'll, 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 I'll use the BBC's you know line on this to, as a yeah. quote because it, this does go back to you know if, if you're saying you, you make that point there about so like you know it's not her responsibility now I'll say this as a line if a club's gone into uh, financial fair play but it gets sold mm. So it's a new owner, and the bloke and the owner who was in fi- who created the financial fair play situation has gone. Yeah. The club is still in financial fair play situation. Yeah. The club mm. retains that problem. So, in other words, what you you're in a situation where, like, you know, an individual can't, you know, is responsible for the club. It is quoted as saying that she saw a note confirming that he had kissed the girl and that there were communications between them. Then the other point about it, she said that she told no one, including the board. However, right, so th- these are two things that are, that, are, that are explicitly pointed out as being fact. Mm. Whether they remain fact mm. is neither, it's not for mm. us to really discuss in that sense. But the point about that is, simply be, uh, given the fact that she's in charge at that football club, are they unfortunately now knackered by the fact that that is the, that is the truth? That, the, that what they've done is that they've been complicit to a certain extent in what Johnson was up to. Well, I mean, picking up Kevin's point, then maybe if, if you think about if the other clubs are sort of seeking legal advice for, towards the end of the season, if the worst case scenario happens to them, that then maybe Sunderland are getting their acting first. So they go, the minute we knew she was out uh, the door, right. you know, we as the club, no, you know, obviously it says she resigned. No, yeah. except she resigned, they but didn't no, but, sack yeah. her, they, but, they, yeah, they but, let but, her walk. But, 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 you know, people, Arguably. people, people push and jump, aren't they? There's, 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 well, I know, well, I know, but but but, 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 in this particular case, she was allowed to say, she's, she's the mere culprit, isn't she? She's taken, it's taken a while for her to resign as well. Yeah, she's so, presum- so presumably she knew that this was going to come out. The, the problem is, and again, if there are Sunderland fans listening, I can't stress enough that this is it, uh, there's no blame attached to Sunderland Football Club or their fans. Mm. This is a purely objective, whatever Absolutely. club is that. I agree, yeah, yeah. The, the fact is, if you're saying that Adam Johnson's agent knew, or his partner knew, or two of the other players knew, 
or a photographer knew or a press officer, that's different. She's the chief executive. She ran the club. So regardless of whether it's hard to believe that nobody else knew, she ran the club. So she, she is she responsible. She, she knowingly the club let that, the club is her she, in this instance. She knowingly let that happen. They stayed up last season while he was under this charge. Mm. They could stay up this season because of him. It's, it's something that... It, it needs. It, I mean, they, they will. I mean, the Premier League will throw the book at them in terms of so again, in terms of their process and their safeguarding. But, but this is our, our, our chance. Spe- you know, this is a chance for an opinion here. I mean, given everything we've said, and as you as you said, Kevin, like we're not pointing the finger. You know, we're not, not saying the football Sunderland fans like your your club's disgusting. No, we're saying you know there may be an element of them as a victim mm. as well. Although yeah, I hate no. to use that word in context of no, something about a fifteen year old yeah. girl. But yeah. the point remains: do they, given everything? Deserve to be punished more. Actually, they've not been punished at all, have they? No, so, does, is, no, there, is I, there punishment I, that they that they have to have? I mean, that's a very again, that's a very nebulous area. The, the player will be punished, and and rightly so. The club, I think, deserve a bit of credit because they have said this is a terrible thing to happen to that to that girl, and we hope it hasn't happened to anyone else. But I mean, they will be punished. I mean, there will be sanctions in terms. Of, I don't think it, the Premier League. I don't think will will end up trying to take points off them. But just in terms of no. their, their processes, no. But their processes will be the Premier League will make them reevaluate their process from top to bottom. There may be fines. I imagine the safeguarding officer will have to probably have to leave whoever he or she is. But they will be made to look at their. But I, I think there has to be some kind of legal. There has to be some kind of punishment for her because she collude knowing. About it. it's, 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 collusion, it's colluding. Yeah, because because from, yeah. from a, if, you, if you, taking points is 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 real, taking points off would seem like would, would I don't would, think that would no. be a football yeah. punishment for well, a, that, but that's for, what, for a crime. And but I think it, we live, but that we remains in, the we, fact that Johnson played football arguably when he shouldn't have played football. No, this yeah. is true. But but we, but we do. We, what's weird about it is that we, this all happened in the po, in post Savile era. So mm. the fact that they weren't even sensitive enough to what was going on given mm. what was already out in the public domain about other historical well, cases. That's funny, and, that's and funny, here they are standing that's funny the barrel. Massive, massive institutions with ma- big walls around them are always no, 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 incapable yeah. of seeing what's over happening outside. That's the interesting yeah. that, that it's been allowed to drag on. I mean, obviously, in comparison to what that revealed was like decades of horribleness. This has kind of fast-tracked a story that maybe they didn't think it would go to court, like, like I was sure saying, they that yeah. they thought she might get cold feet and go, OK, I won't go... But she did, and here we are in court. I find that, and, and I find that almost it, the creepiest part well, of this conversation. Well, it does, because it, it looks like the Margaret Byrne made a judgment call that it would all go away. And, 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 means, and she's a qualified lawyer. And, 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 and I wonder if uh, yeah, she's a qualified now, lawyer in which they've gone, well, you know but, your trade. Yeah, but she's possibly, but, uh, again, yeah. But, but, but she's, also, she's also gone, he's a really good player, he could keep us up, I'm guessing. And that's, well, you, that's because, the creep. But that, you like start you said, saying that stuff out loud, then you, you, I think you must have done. Well, why someone's she, got she's, to pay more. Yeah, her. And not, then, that's why I don't think it should be the so club. Just because her. I think it's quite. I, in the final analysis, yes, because I think the club, the rest, I think the rest of the club have. Beha- have I, mean, I don't know been, what. I don't know about employment yeah. law. What does? What I mean is, is there an element that employment law would say because she knew there was people at risk? You know, like you said. Yeah, yeah. Never ch- heard her children, got, children in yeah. hospitals where in school and yeah, in schools yeah. and stuff. So where retro- yeah, yeah. outreach programs are so, going on. So, we, so retribution comes, but it doesn't touch football. Parts well, it will it. touch it will touch the club because, as I say, the Premier well, League will make them will make them overhaul yeah. there. But I I I don't think the, the, the diff, there's no systemic culture at the club that no. makes you go. This no, is no, a bad no, place. It's it's, yeah. it's it, a a player has done a bad yes. thing. 
a person at the club has made the wrong call. But clearly, we've seen by the response of the club, they're fully aware of their their place in the community. And Sunderland are a very very good community. So club. individuals so, get punished, not yeah. I think it, I think I think I think it'd be wrong if the club were punished, but. I'm, you know, if come back to me if we're three games from the end of the season, in the and same way, what I'm saying is yeah. that other clubs, in the same way that Cardiff knew, that accusing yeah. Palace, and it's, it's so not on the same scale. I was going to say, yeah, it's yeah. so not on the same scale. But Cardiff knew that it may unsettle us, in the same way I think Newcastle, Norwich. Might be your point was at least your, your yeah. Cardiff's point was at least football related. No, no, absolutely, exactly. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. What I'm saying, but what I'm saying is they, I'm saying that I, it, terrible leadership at the club, ignoring yeah, it, it, a horrible case. But my point is that there will be people who say, well, hang on a second. As I say, if you play an unregistered player, teenager in the Carling Cup true, game, true. you're going to get chucked out of the Carling Cup, and, and that's the weird and thing, fine, isn't that's it? That's the weird bizarre, thing. The rules yeah. are pretty clear. Something as innocuous as that, and then something as enormous as this, and yet. Well, it's, it's like a lot balance. of things. It's like a, it's like it's like it's like any kind of kind of if you if you keep a lid on anything, yeah. The longer the longer you keep a lid on it, when yeah, it comes yeah, out, bob- the worse the yeah. worse it's it is. And I'm not saying it could ever yeah. be yeah. like a, it could ever be a minor event, but the fact is, it's now in well, the core. And I do and th- I do think if there's one good thing to come out of it, it is that it shows that culture and the football culture hasn't changed that much, but it is changing. As I think 10, 12 years ago, football would have. Turned on her. Ten, twelve years ago, everybody would have been looking for, you know, local journalists would have been looking. She'd been the front page. She of would have been, They would have been trying to, in the yeah. same way that the poor, the, the take she, her they, down. they would have been yeah. trying to take it down. And Sunderland, to their credit, haven't tried to do that. They've acknowledged no. that. The, the, no, none of the players have come at the. And I think Sam Allardyce was put in a terrible situation. I think he by handled his club. by I'm, his I'm, club. Yeah, and I think opinion. he. And you could see when Noel Quinn was taught because Sunderland are a club that pride themselves on their. It's, a, it's you know it's a, it's a really deprived area. Sunderland they are club one of those clubs. They are. They pride yeah, themselves yeah, yeah. On, on being a, a, a beacon for their community. Yeah, exactly and, and so, right. But well, okay. Well, there's that. Now, well, now let's move on some you know uh, lighter, easier stuff. The, che- the cheating European ref- football. The, che- no, 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 the no. cheating referee on Sunday. Is that the- no? They don't. <laughs> there was no cheat. God, God bless. God bless you, everyone who's listening to this. I'm delighted <laughs> to say that uh, as ever, we was in the green room earlier, and. Kevin and Stuart came to shake turn. hands. It was a lovely moment. Yeah, shook his hand, and he didn't fall over. No, so well like, done. So they don't anyone who's it. anyone who's seen, um, I was surprised you didn't rate your studs down. Me, you, know, you know that film? Uh, is it McHugh? Isn't it? John, John Wayne and Richard Dick and Attenborough having a massive fight in Leadenhall Market. In that, I think it's McHugh is name of that film. It's when John Wayne comes over yeah, as, yeah. A, as, a, as a New York policeman, and there's an enormous tear up in a pub in Leadenhall Market. Um, it was like that. It's like Peter Griffin and the Giant Chicken in Family Guy. Good, yes, yeah, exactly. Yeah. That role, exactly. Yeah, that. all I'm saying is, all I'm saying is, Heath Ledger, or whatever his name is, the assistant ref, Heath Ledger, isn't 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 on the list this week and uh, probably the week after. Did you sign week. a petition? I sent you. No, of course I didn't. Because <laughs> no, uh, I as I say, I've still got my Dermot Gallagher. But I'm petition. delighted to say, lads, that because we because. There's blood on the carpet because we're grown up. We can see can't we? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Uh, is that the, in the in the time allotted that's left? We're going to resolve European football really? situation. I'm astonished to find that United and Liverpool never played each other in. It's a great. In it's a great before. thing. It makes yeah. the Europa League almost. Yeah, worth I'm, it. I'm surprised that it hasn't been. I, I thought there'd be more. Well, the nature, focus and press attention on it than the. Well, the, nat- the, the nature of football, the, the way football competition has gone. 
Um, the early rounds you're always made to avoid each other. That's true, I suppose, yeah. Um, sure. And when, when it didn't matter, it was Villa and um, Forrest, wasn't it? Yeah, that Liverpool might true. draw. Um, and obviously, the fa- the, I guess the 90s phenomena was when Rangers used to draw people. Yeah. Van Gaal's has, it got the, has it got the same, the fact that you're meeting in the Europa, has it got the same resonance this game as a derby in the league would have? As, as Van Gaal would have as well. Or, or an about, FA, an well, FA well, Cup like, game well, like, like, understanding well, Europa League's importance. Well, of course it does, because, because it, who want, nobody wants to lose it. It's not, right. it's not about where it takes you to, it's about the fact you didn't, right. you didn't fall. So whoever, whoever and it's, it's also it's, still a loftier platform. Yeah, 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 yeah. And between us, we're both fanning about. They're, they're in a better position than we are in terms of fourth. So I mean, we, we, ours is more of a wing and a prayer. There's at least competitive. So for us to beat United puts us in a position. But but what I need, to, unfortunately, you know, you, you've got that great game, as you say, as you say, Kevin, a precedent as well. You've got Van Gaal saying, like, you know. You're a mug if you don't understand very important the Europa League is. But then you also, this is in the same few days in which there has been those executive talks amongst other clubs with European breakaway leagues and all this kind of business. Yeah, is, I, is, is European football, um, European club football, a mess and due a change? Is there inevitability about it, it's, something it's, happening? It's... Uh, there's two things. Well, I'll answer that. This I'm, I'm really interested in, in both Sky and BT calling this the biggest rivalry in, in England, if not Europe, Man United, Liverpool, which I think City fans and Everton fans would take exception <laughs> to. The, the, the thing about club football is that it's simply, uh, European football rather, is that it's, sim- the, 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 it's simply the not an issue. Cabinet, the trophy cabinet would say it's the yeah, biggest yeah, rivalry. Yeah, I, I so agree. that's what it yeah, is. But the, the thing about European football is that I haven't thought about it that much because it's simply not an issue for most clubs in the Premier League, let alone the rest of the it's country. It's almost back but, to where we started though. As, as, but it's as, as, as getting bums on seats in front of tellies. That's the product. BT are on their hands at Liverpool and Man United. Yeah, because I mean, the, the Tottenham Borussia Dortmund game, I'm guessing, will be watched by Tottenham fans and Borussia Dortmund yeah. fans. Yes. The Liverpool Man United game is a game I will sit down and watch. And we'll all, I mean, we'll without, all watch that. Without weird, that, weird, whatever, whatever I would argue Liverpool, Liverpool's yeah. rivalry with Chelsea, yeah. which obviously is a, is a modern concept, in the European Cup, is yeah. born out of the Champions League stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. You know, yeah. It isn't born out of league. Yeah, no, it's not. No, 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 no. That is a modern invention, isn't it? Yeah. That's a good point. That's a good point. Rafa Mourinho created a thing that Liverpool and Chelsea fans still hold on to. Now. But and unfortunately, we've we've opened this Pandora's box with two minutes to go. But the point would be is that given these break, the potential breakaway talks, and given all of this stuff, is the are the two versions that we got at the moment? Do you think they're written in stone, or can you see the fact that that there there is room for a change? That that, that we're not looking at the ideal versions of of, well, of there's two always European room for change because it's it's not that long ago when. Liverpool won the treble, and that included the Cup Winners' Cup, which doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, we, in 2001, you wouldn't have thought there'd be no Cup Winners' Cup. Yeah. Except they went, we don't need that. We'll just throw everyone in the... And the nice thing about the Cup Winners' Cup is it does what it says Actually, on the no, tin no, title, wasn't no. it? Yeah, well, the yeah. Fairs' Cup. Well, well the Fairs' Cup was a, was a random selection the, from uh, the, some the, sort of um, the, the World's Fairs, wasn't it? The Fairs' Cup was played if you had a trade fair in your... Yeah, you had a trade fair. Which is why Dundee had a mixed team and London had a team. Yeah. But if the, which is, Van, which is also Van, stupid. The Van Hull, Van, can I just correct myself? Yeah, like, that was yeah. wrong. That was your, you, you forgot one in two thousand one. Yeah. Van Hull was really oh interesting dear. about the, Van Hull was really interesting about the Champions League this week, saying that Champions League is wrong because most of the teams in it aren't champions. And he was saying it should still be a European Cup. And I think if you had a Europe, if you had a genuine European Cup for the champions of each league, and then underneath that you had a tournament for the second, third, fourth place teams, 
I th- I'd be more interested in that. So, but so having, you, you having said the Champions that, League with the ice, the champions of Iceland, yeah, I think so, yeah. Turkey, we, uh, we all talk Poland, about it. The, the fact uh, is, we, we, when people talk about the European, and we still talk about the European that's, Cup, that's not then people's memory, blue ribbon. But people's memories, apart from younger fans, of course, with Chelsea and Man United, but people's memories are of the European Cup with Forrest winning it uh, twice. Of you know, yes. of. Yeah, all the Liverpool memories are the European Cup. I was part, queuing part up for Hadjuk split. Chris Danball. And of course, what Forrest yeah. had to do is Forrest had to come through two divisions yeah. and win a league yeah, so to I, become that historic. And I, I just think there is teams accepted. This bleating now from, from top European teams, if they don't get in the Champions League, you've got to change the rules rather than them get better. It's not that long ago that they accepted the European Cup as a knockout tournament. And if you got drawn against a top team in round one, so be it. But... The fact is, my view of the UEFA Cup is the same as the FA Cup. I hate the FA Cup, except the more Palace get progressing it, the more I like it. And if we get if we get into the Euro, if we of course it is, and if we get into the Europa League by winning the FA Cup, it will be the best European league in the world because I've never tasted. I've, I've, I, I, as I say, it's not an issue for me. I don't think about it that much because, like most football fans, it's a million miles away. And I sometimes feel that maybe Liverpool fans, United fans, Arsenal fans take it all a little bit for. For granted, because they expect to be in it in some way every season, they don't kind of realise well, how glamorous. That's the problem it. with the powerhouse conversations. Yeah. No, no, and that's with, the with that's, that's money the, people. Yeah. Isn't yeah. It? Once we differentiate, they will get there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Once we differentiate yeah, between the um, the Europa League and the Champions League, obviously one superior to the other. UEFA Cup and Champ and, and European yeah, yeah, yeah. Cup, but, 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 but Man United yeah, and yeah. Liverpool play in the new Uber version yeah. without even a, with a drop of that, regardless of whether they're in the league and who they got. No, no, uh, no. Lads, we've done out of time. How about 30s quirky? I don't even bleed and rhyme. That's more of an assonance than a rhyme. Thank you, Kevin. That's all right. I'm glad that we finished on assonance because <laughs> it's a rare treat. That was the whistleblowers. <laughs> This is a playback media production served to you in association with Why Not Think People. For all our other football titles, go to playbackmedia.co.uk. Sports Social Podcast Network.